a bold presentation of the gospel. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We are moving on today in Acts chapter 18. We're going to be looking at verses 24 through 28, and uh, we'll finish the chapter today as we um, read this last section. And uh, today we will see one of Paul's associates, Apollos, stand and boldly proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ in Ephesus. And a powerful moment ahead of us in this scripture. But before we do, uh, let's go before the author. Heavenly Father, this is your word, and we are your people. May we come and bow at your feet today. Um, Lord God, humbled by all that you are and all that you do and all the ways that you provide so richly for us. Father, in these uncertain times, we come before you daily, often kind of hanging on for dear life, wondering when... Uh, all of the things that we're experiencing now will lift off of our shoulders and uh, we'll be able to return to some sense of normal life. Um, but Lord, in the midst of these challenging times, may we pause, may we sit, may we listen, may we wait on you to move and to work. And God, we give you thanks because we know in our hearts that you are moving and that you are working, and we give you thanks for that. Father, for those who are struggling today mightily, um, some who are struggling for life itself, we pray them into your presence, and we pray that you would be right next to them, O oh God, and that you would bring your comfort and uh, bring uh, the reality of your presence into those situations that they might know that they're cupped in the palm of your hand and that you have them. And so, Lord God, we give you thanks, and we uh, thank you for this time together. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, here's Acts 18, 24 through 28. Now a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was an eloquent man, competent in the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things concerning Jesus, though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue, but when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. And when he wished to cross to Achaia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples to welcome him. When he arrived, he greatly helped those who through grace had believed, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing by the scriptures that the Christ was Jesus. Now, there's several interesting things going on in this passage. First, uh, new believers are so passionate about sharing their faith, and that is a wonderful, wonderful gift. When you account... <laughs> what the salvation of Christ has done for you. And when you measure that against the trajectory of your life before Christ, where you were headed, the life you were living, the struggles you were facing, um, there's a passionate desire to tell the world about this great God of ours. And I praise God for that. <laughs> and I wish more seasoned Christians maintained some of that fire in their witness. 
Um, but as the passage goes along and Apollos is sharing and um, telling others about Jesus, uh, Priscilla and Aquila, who were just a little bit ahead of him on the journey, uh, pulled him aside and um, and told him some things that might help sharpen his presentation of the gospel so that as he's presenting the reality of the gospel, he might do so more accurately um, through the lens of um, what they have been taught uh, uh, by way of the gospel through Paul's ministry and the ministry of the disciples. And so um, uh, they did that. I I assume they did that in love and that that was well-received by Apollos. And it says in verse 27 that he wished to cross to Achaia. And the brothers encouraged him to do that. And they wrote the disciples ahead of him to welcome him. Uh, When he arrived, uh, Luke tells us he greatly helped those who through grace had believed. And so he took his young witness to a place where there were new believers, and he was able to witness to those new believers and help them um, greatly, Luke says. So his ministry to them was of great benefit. Praise the Lord. And verse 28, Luke says, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public. That's a bold stand for Jesus. So there's passion, there's teachability, and there's boldness, bold, courageous witness. Um, Those are three great things that every Christian teacher, every disciple of Jesus should uh, evidence in their lives. Passion for Jesus, a teachable spirit, and a boldness to take a stand for him when things get challenging. Um, and he, by taking that bold stand, he was uh, showing them through the scriptures that Jesus was, in fact, the Christ, the anointed one of God. Now, our witness aims at accomplishing the same thing. Uh, we want people to see Jesus for who he is, to understand Jesus and their need for him, and to really reckon with um, the gospel message. What, what really happened? There and why God would go to such great lengths uh, to uh, show his love and make his forgiveness available. Um, And so that's the trajectory of our witness. And uh, I pray for you and I pray for myself as well that we will have passion for Jesus, that we will have teachable spirits when we need correction or when something about our witness needs to be refined. And um, that we would take a bold stand when we're facing a challenging audience, uh, a bold stand for the gospel. All right, my friends, I hope you're encouraged today by these words. Tomorrow, Lord willing, we will move into Acts chapter 19. And uh, that one goes for a while. We'll probably be in that section for a week or so. And then on into Acts chapter 20. We still have quite a ways to go. And thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your day to study uh, with us. And I pray that these will continue to be of great benefit to you. All right. God bless. Take care.